Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I'm here with the talented Tia McGrath. How are you doing? Hi, Donna. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here today. It's a pleasure. It's been a while. It's been a minute, as they say, in this day and age. But yeah, it's good to to see you again. (laughs) We're keeping on, keeping on, girl. (laughs) That's it. So for the audience that hasn't met you before, you want to tell um, who is Tia McGrath? Um, Well, I'm a Canadian, Americana, folk, positive, inspirational (laughs) singer-songwriter. Grew up on the North Shore of Lake Erie, up here in Ontario, Canada. I moved to Nashville um, and to pursue my songwriting and met my wonderful husband, Tommy Parham, who had moved there from Los Angeles via Colorado. And... We started writing together and um, then broke our rule of never date your (laughs) co-writer. And we got married and we started touring all over the States and Canada and the UK together and just having a wonderful, beautiful life. And and, um, we decided when we got married to relocate back to Ontario because my, my family's here and my mom was having a few health issues at the time and, and still is. And so we just, you know, based, we're based here and everything's been great. Um, then the pandemic hit. And so Tia McGrath is reinventing her life and with Tommy Parham. Well, that's beautiful. And, you know, I love that you broke the rule of, uh, you know, not just dating, but now marrying your co-writer because yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Awesome music. Well, the two of you have been creating. So thank you. You know, and little did we know, um, wow, you know, like we were talking the other day about, you know, how challenging and great it was that, that, you know, our marriage and our relationship could survive even being on the road together, traveling, you know, around being, being husband, wife duo, um, let alone surviving the pandemic together and now post pandemic together. And so it's, it, but it's brought us closer together every step of the way. We just, just ex- discover new things about each other and about our music and and our our passion for what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the travel part is big because I mean, you know, we have an RV and we go six months out of the year, usually to the West Coast area from Florida. And I'll tell you, there are times where it's like you just get into stupid arguments sometimes. You're like, okay, just walk away, take yeah. a breath. Cause you're like this tiny home all the time. You're with this person all the time. Granted, we work separately. So that's kind of the the advantage there. But um, yeah. we're still over, you know. So sometimes it's just that you're together too much that you just have those stupid arguments and you just yeah. have to refocus and yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that's that that's our dream though, Donna. What what you what you guys are doing too is to get an RV and travel, and across. Yeah, that yeah. that sounds exciting. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's the only advantage I can say to having the a remote day job that uh, provides that, you know, yeah. all that not driving to work. And, and you know, it's, it's amazing how much I didn't realize until I stopped driving to work how much money I saved. I was like, holy cow. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, and I think there's more and more people who are opting for that lifestyle, mm-hmm. uh, living, living in RVs or living the more mobile yeah. nomadic lifestyle, right? They, they're because mm-hmm. it's the price of houses and the price of utilities and everything yeah. and, and the stress of keeping everything up. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's becoming more and more popular to do that. And we've, we've been discussing that ourselves. What's our next step is, you know, maybe we will get an RV, maybe we'll get, you know, a setup for, for, so we can take our dogs with us now this time. And when we get back out there. Yeah. Absolutely. You can do a tour from the RV then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The storage space is a good thing. Uh, So recommendations, make sure you have the bottom big storage because I know you have guitars and things like that. So yeah, just, that's my advice from what I've heard from other people. Okay. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) So we have some new things coming out here. Um, I know that uh, you have some new music off of your EP with Love. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Love's Like That. That just came out. Donna, when is the last time? Was it was it the first single that we were having our last chat? Was that Go Your Own Way? I think yes. it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, my yes. goodness. Gracious. So, yeah. So Sometimes Love's Like That just came out. I think it's the third single from the EP. Um. And it's it's beautiful. Like for those of you who who have followed us, Tommy and I don't write a lot of love songs. Um, we write a lot of story songs about other people or whatever. But this was a love song, and and really it was about young love, thinking back to first love, you know. And um, so we wrote the song and recorded it and put it on the CP and and. Right now, we're just getting so much response to it that that I I said to Tommy, we've got to write another love song. <laughs> so so um, yeah, it's being well received, and and I'm I'm hoping and envisioning that we can get it in a film, a big film of yeah. some kind as well. That would be awesome, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's it's a beautiful song, absolutely Thank beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So. So also, I'm going to mention this on air again. I know I said this before. Congratulations on your Hollywood Independent Music Award. Um, that's definitely an achievement for any indie artist, no matter who you are. So yeah, congrats. absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. And um, I see that we're nominated for four um, International Singer Songwriter Awards in August. Issa. Mm-hmm. So and, and we have, a you know, our great promoter, Michael Stover, has been working mm-hmm. so hard and you and I were chatting before the meeting about, um, you know, family, personal family things that are going on. So right now we're juggling family health issues. Um, Tommy's just lost his brother and we're dealing and my mom's has onset dementia. So for anyone listening today, we're grieving. We are artists who grieve like like you do. And and life is hard to keep on juggling things while you're grieving and dealing with family issues. But we are so blessed that we have people like Michael working for us who just picks up the ball. All I have to do is say, Michael, I can't do this today or I can do this. And he reschedules. And so, and thank you, Donna, for rescheduling this a number of times for me. Thank you so much. 
not a problem. I totally understand what it's like to have a family and, and issues and things like that. And, you know, you know, as well as, you know, work and everything else. So, I mean, like trying to just juggle everything, I think, uh, yeah. as women and even as individuals, not even just women, there are men that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we just have to wear so many hats and and sometimes that that's what life is, just juggling and moving things around and, you know, prioritizing. That's just- and, yeah. And understanding other people's uh, mm-hmm. positions too, right? Like, yes, ma'am. Underst- like being more respectful, more tolerant, more patient with everyone else's schedule too, because these are different days now where people are, everything changes minute by minute for people. And, and so it's a domino effect kind of thing, isn't it? When, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And growing up with my own health issues, uh, you know, there were times where I had to cancel important things or I've had to miss important events because of my own health. And, you know, I feel bad and, you know, make sure I send my cards or whatever, et cetera, things like that. But, you know, there's just some times that, you know, you just, you just got to take that time and, and make sure that you yourself and other people around you are healthy and well. Right. And, yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah, I think we learned some of that from, from the pandemic, a little bit at least, how to self-care, right? Yeah, and... um that things don't aren't as big as we used to make them. Like, you know what I mean? Like um, something mm-hmm. happens and instead of going, Oh, it's the end of the world, you know, like I, you know, I have this nomination or I have this deadline or whatever. It's like, really? Like I have my, <laughs> my little book that I write in every day. And so I started highlighting, you know, when I get something done that I want to accomplish and every day I find my list is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And now I'm going, instead of 25 things, I'm going, okay, I have one thing today, you know, and, and that's okay. It make that one thing great and enjoy it with passion and then move on to the next thing. Um, instead of making a list of 25 things and then you do each one and you're, by the end of the day, you're, you're exhausted and dreading everything. And I think the pandemic taught me that just to sit down, be still and focus on the things that, that really are important and prioritized. Absolutely. Absolutely. So amidst all the chaos that is life, what else is happening in your world today? Uh, Musically, some good stuff happening. Musically, great things. We are, um, as you mentioned, or sometimes loves like that is out there. We're getting a lot of great feedback with that. We're starting to get out there, uh, live gigs yeah. and and we're doing it a bit different like I said Tommy and I used to be out everywhere states Canada UK right now we're we're booking things more locally and and it's really cool because we're getting calls for more uh, fundraising events helping our community more um, we are starting to branch out a little bit and go you know get our tour van fired up and tuned up and everything wheel bearings looked at um but but we're not in a hurry to just start gunning and running on those three and four week tours anymore we're we're starting more locally and going to branch out gradually and looking forward to some conferences and award shows and things like that coming up later on in the summer and the fall absolutely absolutely sounds great Oh, would you let, we have some new questions. If you'd like to do, we have 13 crazy questions now. Okay. Okay. And I promise, uh, I don't think there's anything on here that we can get arrested for. unlike the last <laughs> one. Um, so yeah, I think it's just some silly funness now. 
I love the number 13. It's my it's my lucky number. It's my birthday and I 13 is my lucky number. So oh, awesome. <laughs> well, so tell me, what's the best excuse for being late that you've ever heard or used? Oh, for being late. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a tough one. Oh my gosh. Can we pass on that one? Yeah, we can, we can pass on that one. Yeah, we can come back. Okay. <laughs> oh, if you, and, and this is, this is nothing. If everyone actually does have a pet parrot, just FYI, we're just, this is just fun. If you had okay. a pet parrot, oh, okay. what would you teach it to say? Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> So I know we're not all in the partying years, but if there was one band or musician you could party with, who would it be? (laughs) One band or musician? Yes. Um, Could it be an artist? Could it be be like like Dolly Parton? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Dolly Parton. That'd be my level of partying too. Dolly Parton. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, finish this next line. Today, my favorite song is. Today, my favorite song is. The one that Tommy and I are going to write. The new one we're going to write. The next one we're going to write. That I love. Okay, so this is a hot topic. Should the Mm -hmm. toilet paper hang over or under? I like over. Me too. Yeah. A yonder is kind of like, and then over is just like, duh, duh. <laughs> especially at night in the dark, you know? Right. You just want to yeah. try to find the toilet paper. Where is it? Be there. <laughs> then it ends up on the floor and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. So if you could have a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Oh gosh, peace. Oh, just peace right now. I think lifetime support of peace for the entire world. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm in for that too. Do you believe in aliens or unicorns? I believe in aliens, unicorns. Um. Uh, Yes, I I do on a on a different um yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good mm-hmm. me too. Yep. Yeah, you know, I always used to joke and say if you can believe in Santa for 8 or 9 years or 10, I think mm-hmm. you could believe in a lot more things. That's right. That's exactly right. So, if you were the ruler of the world, who would be your top advisor? Well, Jesus course earthly advisor my dad my dad you know he never gets it wrong he's he's always straight shooter and and you can relate to this because you and I were just talking about Alzheimer's and and so my Mm -hmm. mom has dementia and my dad's so busy trying to take care of her and everything and I'm trying to help him 
And I try to still grab those little, he used to manage me when I first started singing. So I still try to grab those brief little questions that I can say, hey, dad, what do you think about this? And I know it makes him feel good. It breaks him away from his, his, um, what he's dealing with right now and everything. And it, and it's, I still need that. You never outgrow Mm -hmm. your dad's, your dad's advice on the world, I think. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you were arrested, what would you be arrested for? (laughs) (laughs) Stealing puppies out of the pound, (laughs) breaking into the pound and stealing puppies. I'll be sitting next to you. I'll be doing the same thing with you. <laughs> What's one podcast you'd love to be a guest on? Um, yours, of course, which I've been blessed to be on a Aww. couple times now. Yes. And um, Michelle Obama's. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love that. So tell me, what is the strangest thing in your fridge? Um, oh, pickled tomatoes. Have you ever had pickled tomatoes? Uh, not just tomatoes. We've had, I've done like pickled onions, tomatoes, like a, like a cucumber salad type of pickling. So I'm, I'm kind of curious now on this uh, pickled tomato. Yeah. So our little grocery store down here, we got this little mom and pop grocery store. It's just amazing. And there's this local, like we're, we're in farmland. So there's this local um, farmer who does all these wonderful pickles. I mean, my grandmother did her pickles that were the best ever, but these are like next to grandma's. And so the one day I'm in there and in the grocery bin, grocery cart, they have the, the bargain bin and they've got these pickled green tomatoes I thought, Hmm, these look good. So I brought a jar home and I, I broke into them. I went back and cleaned out the entire cart. <laughs> They're the best things ever, these pickled green tomatoes. So if anyone makes pickled green tomatoes, send Dawn and me the recipe, please. We'd love to, we, I'd love to can these at home. Absolutely. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, if I get to Ontario, I'm just going to show me where this is, or, or uh, we're going to just ha- have a moment where we do a live feed with some green pickled tomatoes because, yeah, it yeah. just sounds so cool. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. So tell me something on your bucket list. Well, you know, I Tommy and I want to get an RV, like we were talking about, and I really seriously want to do that. Um, this summer if possible so we can just um i'm working on my next children's book as well so i want to set up a tour um maybe starting across canada tommy really he's from colorado i I, he really wants to see the rockies up in in um, british columbia and the canadian rockies so Mm -hmm. if we could travel across canada with the dogs and with the cat Mm -hmm. in our rv doing the book tour making music even if we spent six months doing it that would be just yeah, the cat's pajamas right there. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, the Canadian Rockies, I, I so when I get there between Lake Louise and all oh, those yeah. awesome places, it's, oh, yeah. yeah, that is, yeah. That is on my bucket list too. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful and, and they're very rugged. Um, the Colorado Rockies are beautiful and, and these are, these are just more jagged, more, you know, yeah. higher and everything. Yeah. Beautiful. 
I think we're gonna have to make sure we stay in closer contact so we can, you know, follow each other's travels in general. We'll convoy it. Yeah, that's that's it. You know, we're, yeah, we're just gonna have to start a convoy of music even and, you know, do like different stops. It'll be like a uh, traveling music Crazy stop. Women. Yeah. yeah. Crazy women tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. So tell me one place where we would have to get food in Ontario there. Like, what's that one place that if, if I was there and I could only have one meal, where should I go? Oh, interesting. Um, hmm, in Ontario. Okay. Um, perch is a big thing here. They get the Lake Erie perch out of the lake. Yeah. Fishermen catch it. And um, there's a couple great places in the area. Um, one is called the Erie Beach Restaurant in Port Dover. And they serve these wonderful little side salads and everything with it. And so that's, that's, Perch is really, is really awesome. Um, I would recommend that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in, I'm telling you, I'm going to start this whole thing about food and I'm just going to just create the second crazy women food part because yeah. 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 Ta Tommy's, <laughs> Tommy is from Tommy's Spanish, Native American background yeah. from Colorado. So he loves his tacos. So one day we were joking around, you know, maybe we'll just open up a food truck or something. Yeah. And I said, we'll make perch tacos, you know, <laughs> put our put our our backgrounds together. And and uh, and he said, well, that's kind of an interesting idea. So so you never know. Maybe who knows? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so what else do we want to go back to the, you know, the excuse for being late or should I come up with a better question? Um, I, I just, I could come up with something better. Like, um, hmm. actually, you know what? Tell me about this new book that you're doing. Can you talk about that at all yet or not? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Donna. So my first Jake, the road dog book was written for middle grade ages, middle grade, um, about our rescue shelter dog from Nashville. His name was Jake. He was a Husky Australian Shepherd Cross. And when we were living in Nashville, Tommy and I adopted him from the shelter. We started taking him on the road with us. He was so broken when we brought him home that he wouldn't eat. Um, he wouldn't wag his tail. And we just loved on him. And he started, he just became the most beautiful traveling dog. And he went everywhere with us. And so I wrote my book about him and it has inspired me to write the next one, which Jake has more adventures on the road, meets more friends, makes more friends. But he also, his older brother, Bogey, is now aging. And I believe since the pandemic and everything that children have grown up, had to grow up so much quicker. So where middle-aged grade like eight to nine or eight to 10 children were a couple of years ago or five years ago. Now you, you almost have to give them more mature things. Right. And one of the things is grieving like they've had, you know, and so in this Jake book, I'm going to have um, Jake has to learn how to grieve and he grieves and hopefully through that, it will help some children. Um, with their grieving process, whether it be grandparents or whatever. Um, but then there's also some beautiful things where he also, where he meets other friends and does some heroic things. And, and he's also dreaming, like he's in his dreams, he 
because uh, I know dogs dream, you know, <laughs> and so so in his dreams, he works things out and he sees things and that help him in life as well. And because I know children's dreams are so important. When I was a little girl and had my dreams, I still think about those dreams and how how important they were to my growth and things that maybe you saw when you were a child and, you know, just you carry forward into your adult years as well. So to encourage kids to dream, this is a harsh world we're in. And I think children need to keep, need to be encouraged to keep dreaming at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm definitely excited for your new book to come out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I put music in it as well. We're, we're putting some new songs. I put three in the last one. Mm-hmm. And so I've got some new ones that we're putting in this book as well. So awesome. Oh, it has been a pleasure having you today. And I'm so glad that we got to catch up a bit. Thank oh. you, Donna. Oh. And again, you are welcome back anytime. And make sure everyone you go follow all of our socials. Make sure you follow. It's all be in the description. You can go to tamcraft.com. I have the links for all that. So that way we can keep in contact and uh, follow. Obviously, once you get the RV, you know, any of you RVers out there, you have tips. You can always send them to me and her. Please. Um, yes, because yes. I always love to learn new things as well. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell us some things not to not to make sure that we stay away from in our in, when we're buying our RV. We have two big dogs and a cat and guitars. And uh, so so and, you know, we've already talked on it. We're going to travel over the Rockies. So we need something that's going to be powerful enough to do that. But yet save gas at the same time. Right. 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 And I think um travel wise, I think I, I have to admit I've, I've owned a gas RV, so I would probably say a diesel. Based on oh. driving the uh, Colorado Rockies with mine, yeah, yeah, um, we went up. I think it was called Wolf's Pass. Pass. I'm not sure what it was called. Anyway, something like that. And it, Monarch? it's Is it Monarch. Monarch, Monarch uh, Pass. Did you do the Monarch Pass? Uh, no, no. I think it's called Wolf's Pack. Wolf's Pass okay. in Colorado. And what it is 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 the one area goes up through the Rockies. Mm-hmm. But like I could tell by the time we got to the top of the mountain. There's like a pull-off that you can pull over, which is used by a lot of truckers and things. And I'm like, yeah, we had to use that. Oh, wow. Because you, I could feel the the RV was almost overheating and things like that. So it was like, okay. Yeah. Well yeah. understood. Good good yeah. learning experience too. And mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Okay, cool. Yes. So I would say I would probably suggest a diesel. Um, just if you're doing lots of mountainous, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. good. Good to know. <laughs> so we can catch you local in Ontario there right if anyone's in the area to catch you playing you and Tommy yeah please go to our website tiamcraft.com and I'm keeping up our gigs and um we are you know we've got some in Ontario um working on a few um in the states for probably the fall we're working on those. Um, and like I mentioned, some award shows, we're still waiting to hear back from those. But if those happen, that would be uh, that would be um, on our website as well. Also, we have a podcast show. Um, our, our last one was at Christmas time. And we were going to do one for Easter. And then we had some family issues. So we are planning on our next podcast show. And it's called Jake's Place Songs and Tales. And you can find that on our website as well. 
Absolutely. So please buy, buy our music, buy our books. Um, it all helps. We keep it going forward and keep it going into our new songs and our new books and everything. And um, we have two different performance styles that we do. We do our concerts, our songwriter concerts, but we also do our children's events called Songs and Tales, T-A-I-L-S. And so we've been into like the Niagara Falls Public Library. We go into bookstores, um, schools where we sing some songs and I do an author reading as well. And, or we can do virtually. Some people are still choosing to line up virtual concerts or virtual programs for their schools. And we'd love to do those as well. We're all set up for those. That would be awesome. We could try to get in some of schools, say, even here in Florida. That would be awesome. Would love to. Would love to. We were down um, performing at the Bluebird Cafe last year. And there was a lady there from upstate um, New York, I think. And so she arranged for us to perform for her stu- for her son in his school. And it was just so beautiful. And, and uh, we did it virtually and it was great. And we did a little bit of songwriting workshop with it. So the kids had a takeaway and were encouraged to go write their own song about being a superhero or who's your favorite superhero. And it was just wonderful. So we're always loving those, those opportunities. That was awesome. And you do so much to give back like that. It's it's great to see that too, to get other, other kids inspired and. Right. Right. Like we're talking about the dreams, right? The dreaming. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode. Make sure you go check out all the links below and check out Tia McGrath's website and uh, follow all the adventures. Uh, make sure you don't miss Jake the road dog at all. And <laughs> uh, we will see you next time here on crazy women country. Have a great day, friends. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.